that was perfect. You got to have someone to tell a joke in between. Yes. You have to. That's why I'm that like, could... come on, you know, you can tell one. <laughs> Are you, you ever going to come to self-reliance festival? Do you think I probably, I... every year I want to, that's, Oh wait, I'm thinking of living free in Tennessee. Um, yeah. Every year I want to go to Nicole's thing, yes. but it's the worst possible timing for me. Uh, it's just this time of the year. Like I was saying, I've been working like 120 hours a week and it's just like, or maybe a hundred, I don't know. Can you work 120 hours anyway? So okay. if you can, I've been, <laughs> so I did the math one week and I don't remember what it was. And I'm sure I exaggerated later when I was bitching. So, uh, I want to go and the self-reliance festival thing is big, right? You it's just went there. It's yeah. big, like size wise. I feel like it's yeah, big. about 500 and there, there should be at a thousand. Yeah. Cause so. I go to Jack's most of the time and that's like 40 to 80, you know? Right. And, uh, it's interesting. So maybe is the answer. The reason I'm asking, <laughs> I, I, I've had this idea kicking around in my head for a bit that I I've, like, I'm going to like fucking six, prepping self-reliance type events this summer something nobody ever does is any stand-up at that at this shit yeah and i think we should do some sort of like half hour an hour of stand-up everybody you know four or five oh. guys put together 10 oh, minutes okay of stand yeah like, no no, fuck no, no. Hour. <laughs> yeah no i meant like four or five of us right and uh yeah. i would love to do that it would be so I, yeah i have a friend that lives on the river or the lake across the lake from me okay and he's, a, he's an actual comedian um and i reached out to him before jack's last thing and i'm like hey joe i need to like write some material and i don't i do know and i don't know like right you know you don't know what you don't know kind of thing yeah. right so like i think i can write material but i'm not really sure you know uh so i wanted to like sit down with him and be like what, is, what do you think of this what do you think of that you know whatever what, is my thought process correct you know that kind of thing and it just never worked out and then i didn't do it i was gonna do like 10 minutes there and I just, I didn't bring, I didn't mention it to anybody. Um, I think I brought it up. Oh, that was the thing. The last time I was on your show on the comment, the night when okay. I called in, that's what I was like. I'm like, well, there's a thing I never disclosed. That was the thing. <laughs> I fucking oh. never got around to saying it. Yeah. Um, so I want to do that. And I thought about, it. I've always kind of, you know, I've done a little bit or whatever, but I've always wanted to do it, you know, like for reals. And uh, I, uh, I thought about it and I was like, oh, perfect opportunity is to do stand up for for preppers yes you know, like because you know, we're yeah. a warm audience already yeah we already know like we get each other i would yep. yeah yeah because and but how, i'd need to figure out a right for that like it's you know it seems like it'd be super easy but then i started trying to think of stuff because i drive yeah six, eight hours twice a week on my deliveries and i'm just like oh what can i think about uh, you know and it's like i couldn't really but it's when you're trying to come up with a thing on a subject, it's fucking impossible. It's just yeah. got to come to you, you know, like, and then you got to write it down. And then I never do. So, um, yeah, it would be cool. And I thought about that because I've been saying uh, I need to come up with a thing to present uh, at these right. things. Like I presented at Jack's. I did a whole thing on microgreens twice, but it's way too much. And the things that I do, they're like, I'm sure I can figure out how to do it. Right. But like, growing microgreens at an event is like you got to have some microgreens to show people right right so at nicole's i could pack everything in the van and drive down and have like live trays that mm. i take with me and even bring like different stages of growth if i really wanted to you know i could do something like that 
uh, but flying to Jack's, it was tough. Like I got there on a Tuesday or something and he had planted some shit and then I planted some shit. And then like the event started like Thursday night or whatever, or something like that. And then it was like, it was like three days of microgreens though, which was way too much. Like I feel bad. Everybody says they enjoyed it. I felt bad. Cause it's like, you didn't need to listen to me talk about microgreens for three days straight. Right. <laughs> right. And that was back when he was just like one main thing at his events. He didn't had, he wasn't, he hadn't evolved it to breaking it up to 25 different things. Right. Right. So it literally was like, pay this much money to come listen to John Dowie teach you how to grow microgreens for three days straight. Now, if you paid attention and you were interested in it, you walked away with a fucking business class on microgreens. Right. But no, I think one guy did it in Pennsylvania or something. Um, <clears throat> you know, it is what it is. But um, yeah, K Bonk, someone we were, my friend and I were talking about, uh, he's like, you need to get the fucking old school. With yes. That's <laughs> be like captain's log or some shit, but like, or like the doctors used to do. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Because if I try to use a phone, I won't. If I try to use a notepad, I hate carrying shit like that around. Um, and I sweat through it, even though I do have the waterproof ones, but whatever. And, uh, but if I had this tacky ass little tape recorder, right. I would make it a point to use it, you oh, know, yeah. cause it'd be a thing. I'd be like, Oh, I got to use that, you know? But, um, anyway, yeah, so I the microgreens presentation's tough. And then I did like Texas Prepper 2 greenhouse builds. That was tough. Okay. Because you can't sit there in front of people and teach them how to do it because you're exactly. building a thing. It's right. like you have to do stand it. here for six hours while I do this thing, you know? <laughs> um, so like I did that at Perma Ethos and um hmm. we ended up building four of them and I just kind of staged them out where like one's almost done and this one's like two thirds and so on. And it looked like I was just fucking it up because <laughs> I was, it looked like I was just slacking, you know, but I did it on that on purpose. So people could see like, this is like a quarter of the way through. This is, you know, whatever, but it's like, you just get the, it was kind of pointless. You just get the plans and build it, you know? So when, I, when yeah. I put my presentations together, I, I do a lot, like, I mean, I drive. So, but usually every night when I stop in a hotel, I do the full presentation out loud with yep. you know and because then you know what jokes hit what jokes don't hit it the best way to to edit a presentation is to do it out loud like alone I, yeah i'll do it alone or for becky one or the other okay yeah so and, i've always i've only ever just done everything off the cuff i know that's really yeah yeah like that whole presentation i did at jacks for three days <laughs> like 98 percent of it was just off the cuff right i'm um, like like 20 hours in for each one hour presentation I do. It, yeah. It's just, wow. I, I just how I've always see I'm a fucking slacker in a lot of ways. So I couldn't do it. I'm bad. I've gotten much better, obviously running all the shit that I have to run. You can't like right. things lag. Like I've gotten to that point where my mindset is like, if I can do it now and get ahead, I'm going to do it right now and get ahead, you know? It's almost my, like a plague though now because like I find all I do is do shit to try to get ahead and then I don't take any time off, you know. My problem is is that so I could I could get up and do it, you know, from of course I but yeah. It's this thing where I want to be the best fucking person in the world of it. You know what I mean? Like I just yeah. have to I can't not do it. <laughs> it drives yeah. me crazy. It's Whereas I'm accepted. I'm okay with just being like, hey, it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I know and I can't. Like <laughs> No, I don't really feel that way. I just No, I know. I'm going to. I just, uh, I'm bad at sit down and fucking plan. I know. Really bad at that. I hate it. 
and uh like I, I just need to do it, I guess. But that, but that's writing comedy, right? There's only one way to do that, really. Like, you got to sit down and write shit down, probably. And write it, work. and then practice bullets. Loud. Yeah, at least bullets. Um, so I like the, I could be the next Jim Brewer because I'm so tired all the time. I look high as fuck, <laughs> nonstop, right? <laughs> like my eyes are always like this. So I like, go, uh, you know. So I could maybe steal some of his shit. Yeah, right. But um, he's pretty funny. I like him. Which one's Jim Brewer? I don't. He's know. the guy that looks high. Well, sure, but there's um, a lot. He was on SNL. Hmm. Let me look him up. I don't know how to explain him. That's okay. He's not like real. He's got a he's got a podcast that's pretty good. The stand up is pretty good. It's oh, gotten yeah, better yeah. over the years. Yeah. Um, Tom Segura. Segura. I've been pretty uh pretty into him. I was for a bit yeah. there. I got into his. He's got stuff. a really long head and like a beard, and he's kind of balding. Yeah, when he was yeah, fat, yeah, yeah. he looked like me, and now he's lost a bunch of weight, so he, oh, he doesn't. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Probably or I look fun. like him or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably vegan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I saw a picture of Robert Downey Jr. yesterday, and I didn't. I thought it was uh, some other actor that's like really old whose name I'll never remember. Um, and he looked like total shit. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" And they're like, "He's a vegan now." I'm like, "Knock it off! Eat a steak. What's wrong with you?" You know. So, Joe Rogan, um, Renegade Butcher, Josh, he sent me. We 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 play this game where we send each other TikToks of like the most inappropriate or hilarious jokes we can find. Yeah, yeah. And he sent me one of Joe Rogan the other day telling a story about how he was up late surfing TikTok or something. And he seen this lady, it said, hashtag vegan cat. Oh my God. It was so funny. And he's, <laughs> I'll, I'll send it to you tonight when I, yeah. because it, oh, the poor, yeah. He we is, call that animal so abuse. Yeah, yeah. That's what he called it too. Absurd. I hate that. Um, I hate all that shit. I don't know. Vegans annoy the shit out of me. I, I'm the guy that's like, I fucking hate him. <laughs> Let's talk about this for a minute. Um, I want to, okay. So, a while back, Amy Dingman and I did an episode on, I guess, I don't even remember what we called it. I think it was a prepper news cycle. And it mm -hmm. was, the, so the entire episode spun out of one of your Facebook comments. And mm. the comment, yeah. what one? Oh, it was the fucking chicken feed one. And oh. how you were, you, you put something on. I was so proud of you. I mean, that's just what you do. But I was like, this is great. <laughs> yeah, because everybody was everybody was going on this whole fucking rant about how the chicken feed and you know, whatever, right. It was whatever the conspiracy was. I've always appreciated about you, John Dowie, the fact that you'll call that shit out and you'll just fucking, you'll just put it there and leave it. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, he is stirring up shit today. I appreciate that. Because, it's because I, it's because I yeah. don't give a fuck. There's right. that. <laughs> and it's because I have no, I don't have time or tolerance for bullshit. And right. that's, like it's all a fucking time waster, right? And it's just like like sitting around trying. Oh my god, you know what's wrong with my chickens? They there's this grand conspiracy that they did something to the feed because they're opening uh, egg production facilities and they want to sell more eggs. Right. None of that. First of all, there's zero proof in any of those statements. That's what the girl said. I watched that. I want that part of my life back. This yeah, that video was Jake, awful. Even Jake, by the way, Robinson shared to the goddamn Telegram group. And I Ugh. clicked, I was planting. So I clicked on it and set my phone up. Oh, and this cool. like twitchy fucking blonde girl. Yeah. With too much makeup. Yeah. Uh huh. That's where it all started. Who I wouldn't even clearly like think she's hot. And I wouldn't even have fucking talked to her when I ran Hooters. But anyway, so, um, 
that's terrible. I know, but whatever, get over it. So, um, she, she going on and on about how she knows. I think what bothered me about it the most is she gets on there and she's like, I know why this is happening. And here's why, like, it's fact. Like I did say earlier, state everything like it's fact, but if you're fucking insane, keep it to yourself, you know? Right. So like, then she goes through this long description of how like Purina or something, uh, has egg facilities and because they're opening more egg facilities, that's why they fucked with the feed. Okay. Listen, there's no, that doesn't prove a goddamn thing. All that proves is that this company that owns egg facilities is probably doing what they do every fucking year, which is open more egg facilities. Okay. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me that they've never opened egg facilities before? You know, like, so I really, what it broke down to is this. And, uh, I listened to your show that night and I don't remember if you touched on this, but, the problem is it was fucking chicken moms, right? And it was right. all new chicken moms from 2020. All right. Yep. So what you know, everybody here listening probably knows that chickens basically go no more eggs at three-ish years, right? Right. Or at the end of three years. And that winter before that three-year mark, they will not really lay eggs either, you know? They so yeah. in my experience, and I've I've only been raising birds for like fucking 32 years. We just figured this out the other day with my dad, right? Cause I, I had a customer there and I go, and they were asking me, they were asking me about this and I go, look, I've been raising chickens for over 30 years. And then I was like, all right, it was 1988. So what is it now? You know, like, so nice that's how long, you know, and ducks, mostly ducks. Actually, I know a lot about this shit. And I also can tell you, there's a lot of just, there always has been just massive amounts of wrong bullshit when it comes to chickens and gardening, which is my, one of my most recent Facebook posts, which is I can't fucking deal with how much bullshit there is around chicken and gardening and bad advice. It's insane to me, you know? And, uh, and it sucks because new people eat it up. You know, right. Oh my God, I heard this thing, you know? But anyway, so the, you got these people that freaked out in the pandemic. And the reason I know that is because everyone was calling me in New Hampshire for fucking eggs in March when you no one in New Hampshire has eggs in March. Okay. Right. And I'm like, we don't have eggs. It's New Hampshire and it's March. We'll have, I didn't say it like this because we're talking customers, right? It was nice. But, uh, you know, we'll have eggs in uh, around Easter is what I usually tell people. So that's a nice variable time frame. <laughs> so anyway, um, Easter is a holiday that we have in the United States, but do you have that in Canada? Sometimes. Yeah. Every, every, uh, every leap year. Boxing day. Is that Easter? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> boxing day. Anyway, uh, so you, now you got three-year-old chickens and you got winter coming and they're going into their second molt, right? Right. Point in, in like August, went right around the time they all started. My chicken stopped laying eggs sometime. And everybody said sometime between like August and October. And it's, uh, that means <laughs> they're fucking molting. And right. then by the time they come out of the molt. So what they have it before their previous experience is this. First year bird doesn't stop laying eggs all year pretty much, right? right. Second year bird molts. And lays you some eggs through the winter still. Third-year bird molts and doesn't lay you a goddamn thing through the winter. That's how it always goes. So these people have three-year-old birds now that just molted and aren't going to lay any eggs through the winter. Or maybe they'll get two or three, you know? Yeah. Um, huh. And then, <laughs> do you hear from them now? No. Exactly. Because but... then fucking spring came. <laughs> right. And all their birds started laying eggs again. And you don't hear from them now. You don't hear from them now going, oh, my chickens, if they were sitting there now going, my chickens still aren't laying eggs, I'd go, wait, maybe there's something here, you know? But all I needed was one of them to prove anything. Like, take your fucking shitty tractor supply feed down to the lab. And then I had people telling me, oh, it's because they um, 
this was the best one. Some lady that claimed to know what she was talking about, arguing with me about this on the social medias, um, told me that uh, she thinks that they took out the protein and added more soy. Oh, that's it. Yep. Which is the fucking protein. <laughs> in any standard feed, the protein is the soybeans. That's uh, yeah. why it's in there, you know? And I'm just like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Like, get out of here with this. It's insane to me. I hate all of it. I can't. Oh, I have to dose how much I go on because I try to do the right thing and go on Facebook and be, go into these like New Hampshire gardens or like uh, whatever chicken groups or microgreens groups. And I try to f- select like uh, rookies, you know, yeah. and answer their questions as much as I can. But sometimes I just fucking can't deal with it anymore. You know, I just I'm like, I can't do it today because these people are all idiots. Not the people asking the questions. It's the people answering the questions. And it's 100 percent wrong most of the time, you know. But anyway, sorry. Go. No, that's what I wanted <laughs> you to talk about, because it drives me nuts. And it's been something I've been trying to figure out for a while, because whatever the latest fucking. So I, 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 I started an app, not an app. I started a file in my notepad on my phone called shit we're supposed to care about. Yeah. And so for the nice. next 12 months, I like it. Yeah. Whenever it's something we're supposed to care about, I write it in my phone. And yep. in the, at the end of the year, I'm going to go back through and I'm going to be like, oh, hey, do you remember eggs? Do you remember the balloon? Do you remember Bud Light? You know, all yep. that. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, but the, I, what, whatever I the issue is right now is the one we're not allowed to talk about. Like, yeah. We're allowed to talk about it as long as we're going along with it. But as soon as you question the fact that it is fucking. Uh, can you know not a conspiracy it might just be something fucking stupid then you can't you know but but whatever's come before you can discredit all you want it's just the one right now that you can't talk about i muted myself so i wouldn't that, interrupt that's you. okay yeah i I, fucking, I gotta get out of the habit of going yeah in the middle of what you're talking about so Sorry. uh <laughs> what well, ruins a, i think it ruins a live stream and i do it all the time well i just like uh and then that you won't, they won't, you should at the same time, you should simultaneously underneath it, you should write a little footnote of the shit that people should be paying attention to. Like the war criminal in chief just fucking vaporized some poor bricklayer in Syria because he claimed they claimed they killed a terrorist leader, you know? Really? Father of 10, bricklayer, 70 or something old, right? Uh, drone strike because he was a super terrorist or some shit. And, uh, and then now they're walking. Oh, we were, we made a mistake. Oopsie. And it's like, that's not enough. You fucking killed some guy with 10 kids. You piece of shit. Look, Joe Biden, I understand that you like kids a different way, but, you know, come on. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, yeah, like, I, you should do that. You should write down a little footnote. I will. Kind of maybe shit. I will. You gotta just... find it, though, and you'll, you'll drive yourself insane following the news like that, so maybe don't. That's um, the thing. Yeah, I... My favorite example was last summer when we were all going to lose power because the big brownouts. Do you remember that scary map that said? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You had a show about that. I did because I, I called. Yeah. I called the bullshit out on it. I'm like, no, no, we need to talk about this, and it wasn't anything. It was a nothing burger in the words of Stephen Harris. Yeah, I never even had. Actually, I did have more power outages at my grow room this year than I ever had, which could have been a whole conversation of this show, but it's probably getting a little too late on that. But. uh <laughs> I um so right now this is my five days ago. Hey, public service announcement. Hey, Republicans. Yes. Uh, Fifteen days until you shift your outrage from immigration to Pride Month. I saw your fuck. That post was fucking golden when and I then, saw that. Yeah. And then, hey, Democrats, <laughs> prepare to switch from everyone who disagrees with me a racist 
is a racist to everyone who disagrees with me is a homophobe because they need to be put on alert too because they're going to have to switch their weird accusations, <laughs> right? It's that all the time. It's insane. Like the, I still drink Mick Ultra. Sure, whatever. I know that's an InBev product. I don't like InBev. InBev, InBev can fuck off. Like, but like no one else makes a good low carb beer that's available. Like where I go, you know, like in general. Last night I'm at this place. They didn't have. It's an Irish pub. They, uh, hey, how many uh, low carb beers do you guys have? <laughs> it's like fuck you and drink a Guinness. You know, <laughs> like so. It's like, do you have Chick Ultra? Yes. Okay. Thank you. You know, like we're good. But um, I don't like to drink it. I just have to. Like if I'm gonna drink. So, uh, yeah, I don't, it's that, all, that's, that's the it's one now it matters. Cause it's circle of influence, circle of concern, right? That's it. There are some concerns I have about some of this stuff, but it doesn't fucking matter. Cause there's nothing I can do about it, you know? No. And I try to, I get people, I get a lot of customers that are in pro they're normal. Like, so the customers I get that buy microgreens are, they're usually fine, but some of them can be insane. Sure. And then I, the customers I get that buy barrels are generally dudes that are in the middle of a project, which is nice because I could be like, oh, what are you doing with it? You know, and then it's a good conversation. But sometimes I get them that want to talk politics. Right. And uh, I just go, look, see this property line. This is this is all I give a shit about. Like right. this, I can control everything here. I don't care about what the fuck goes on outside this property line. You know, I have friends that run for state office and friends that run for local office or whatever, and I'll go down and I'll vote for them because I like them. You know, um, I generally don't even vote the federal lines like I just don't. I did vote for Donald Trump the last time because fucking Facebook kept telling me not to. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I'm doing this. Fuck you. You know, didn't matter, but whatever. So like dem demonstrably why none of it, you know, matters. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a mess, but um, I, I don't know how anybody can watch a girl on TikTok just to get back to the chicken thing. It clearly has no fucking idea what she's talking about, you know, talk about the chicken feet thing. Like, it's, it's insane. So here was my other part, though, with that. <clears throat> I When I was a kid, we raised chickens and ducks, mostly ducks, okay. and uh, we got plenty of eggs out of them. I never counted like I did when it was a business as an adult. OK, but I know there were eggs like fucking there were eggs, right? And I uh, maybe had 20 or 20 ish ducks, maybe 30. Right. And we would get 18 eggs a day kind of thing. Like it was a lot of eggs. It was a normal amount of eggs as far as I can remember back. Right. Sure. Um, we fed them straight cracked corn and that is it. Right. Okay. I didn't know what commercial feed was until I was like 30. No, 28, something like that. Like when I bought this house. Right. And we got back. So I have a gap in there where I didn't have any birds when I lived in an apartment and shit. Um, but when I got back into chickens and I went to the feed store to buy cracked corn, they were like, do you want, do you want poultry feed? And I was like, yeah, I want cracked corn. And they're like, no, do you want poultry? Feed? I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. So like we didn't, I didn't even, maybe it was a thing in the eighties. I don't know. But like, we never bought it. We bought cracked corn. We bought 50 pound bags of cracked corn and we dumped them into a barrel and it made your hands feel soft. And then you dump it, <laughs> you know, and they'd eat it and they laid fucking plenty of eggs. And I just like, it's insane to think that chickens can literally eat shit and lay eggs and corn or, you know, yeah. at a normal rate and ducks and ducks need more protein, by the way. So like, how do you fucking think they tainted the, they would have literally had to poison the feed essentially, right. To make the, they would have to use some weird toxin or chemical. Oh yeah. Make the, like some chicken birth control, right. In the, in the feed to make them stop laying eggs for a short period of time. 
which what's the point there? So let's question that now. Like, why would they only do it for a short period of time then? Right. Oh, because everybody got wise to it. That's why. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because the big corporations suddenly gave a fuck about public opinion. Because right. we know that's a thing. So, like, it's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And it drove me nuts, like, in the beginning. What are you people talking about? And then I needed it to go away because it was nonstop. You know, oh, that's yeah. the other part is it's not. The Dylan Mulvaney thing is still fucking. Nonstop. Oh, fuck. I know. It just, it and literally. Shit, they sent the guy a 12 pack. Like, okay. I don't care. Like, why the fuck would I care? You know, I don't who, first of all, if you're drinking Bud Light, you got to evaluate some shit in your life anyway, unless you're like, look, if you can't drink real good beer for health purposes, you're drinking Mick Ultra. Okay. <laughs> Bud Light's not the fucking way to go with that anyway. So like, if you're drinking Bud Light, it's just because you have fucking shitty taste. Okay. The whole thing of this, like, it's like an earworm, right? So when, when we get in the car, when Becky and I go for a long drive, I want to put it on lithium or turbo. So that's like 90s grunge or 90s oh, 2000s. Serious? You have serious? Yeah. Okay. She wants to put it on whatever the latest pop thing is. Ugh. And there'll be like one banger for nine fucking songs that literally make my skin crawl. And so, that, oh, I just used literally. Okay. Anyway. Oh, ah, bah, yeah. So... It, <laughs> I feel it inside me. Like it, it, it's physically uncomfortable to listen to this music. And that's how I feel about these earwormy things where people just, it just keep beating you over the head with it. And it's, yeah. could you just fucking leave it alone? I don't yeah. care. Like, Oh, mm. and, and once again, let's say dumb blonde girls, let's say she's a hundred percent. Right. Okay. What the fuck are you going to do about it? Right. That's what it comes down to. You know, like, and then all these people always oh, switched food feed and they started laying. Yes, because you shocked their fucking system in the middle of the winter. And now they're going to lay eggs for three, four days. They're going to stop again. Yeah. That's how that works. Everybody has the old wives tale about how to get your chickens to lay eggs again. Oh, feed them warm rice. If you feed them cabbage. If you feed them this. If you feed them that. Blah, 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 blah. It's all great because it shocks them into laying eggs for like a week. And then they stop again. You know, it's just the way it goes. And why are you pushing your birds to lay eggs in the off season anyway? Knock it off. You're not a goddamn factory farm. They you know? only have so many eggs in them from when yeah. they're born anyway, right? Yeah. So. And most of these people aren't going to slaughter. So what's the rush? You know? I want to so. tell you something funny here. So the other day, I, you were talking about how it's time for the Republicans and the Democrats to, to switch topics, yeah, right? Rage. Yeah. Yeah. So I love I love being the voluntarist or the anarchist in the middle. It's really a lot of fun. Because you so, get to shit talk both of them. Oh, <laughs> The other day, so my wife has, she goes and gets massages once a week or once every two weeks, something like that helps her back. So she finally talked me into going and I went, this dude's cool. The problem with it is they talk, you know, just constantly, right? You got an hour where you're there and it's just making conversation. So I'm like, I'm going to have some fun. And dude's an awesome guy and he's a vegan. And I'm like, oh, I bet I know where this is. So I start, you know, kind of chatting and I'm like, I need to. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm really pro-choice, right? And I, I kind of just leave it there. And he's, oh, yeah, yeah. I said, I, I'm just totally 100% in favor of a, of a person looking after their own body, doing what they want, putting the food in it they want. I said, even for a woman, I, you know, abortion, whatever you want. I know some people don't like it, but I'm yeah. cool with somebody making their own choice. He's like, yeah, me too. I said, uh, and uh, totally the same way with gun rights too. I said, everybody should have the right. And he's like, oh, Oh my God. Especially in Canada. (laughs) I just, because it, it, 
it bugs me. You know, I love to try to play with people and make them see it and then fucking twist their head on it. Like, yeah. you can't have your cake and eat it too. I've stopped referring to it as gun rights and started sure. referring to it as the right to self-defense. I like uh, Because um, they want to argue on their, they always want to, the other side, they always want to argue on their terms and their definitions and whatever their narrative is. And they, they almost always win at that these days. Well, they're starting to lose those more. But, but so I refuse to argue on their fucking stupid grounds. So <clears throat> one thing in the U S where the biggest con is the con in the constitution. Who is that? That, that was um, John Bush or something. Anyway. So <laughs> I think it was him. Um, or it could have been the guy in Florida, the punk rock guy that I like. I whatever. Anyway, um, so one thing that's interesting when people are like, we shouldn't be allowed to have this, that, bop, 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 whatever, right? And I always just go, what other natural rights would you like to arbitrarily arbitrarily restrict? You know, would you like to also arbitrarily restrict? Usually, I can say the word uh, freedom of speech. Also, so would you like to just be able to decide what people can and can't say? Would you like to be able to decide when people have the right to privacy or not? Then, would you like to do it that way? Would you like to just decide that randomly we can quarter soldiers in people's homes, like just based on your fucking whims? So why are we debating the right to self defense? It just makes no goddamn sense, right? Then my next part of that is. Uh, they want to argue like they'll want to talk about the constitution. And then that's when I just say, look, people are born with natural rights. I don't give a fuck what they wrote on the constitution. I have the right to self-defense and I have the right to decide how that self-defense is going to be executed. That's you know? exactly. I, and, I, I yeah. got into this with a Canadian the other day about that. And they go, well, you know, this isn't in our, um, we don't have a constitution. We have something else. I said, yeah, but here's the difference though. <laughs> you know, I always, I talk about my American friends having inalienable rights yeah. And that basically means God-given or whatever your yeah. belief is, yep. is you born as a kid have those. Yeah. The only reason they wrote them down is so people won't fucking tread on them. Yeah. And I said, we can believe that too. You know, might, might put we, us in jail eventually, but yeah. If you know anything about the constitution, you know that we believe that for you. Right. Yes. It doesn't say American citizens anywhere in there when it talks about uh you know uh all men were created equal or born with these right, certain right doesn't say americans were born with these certain right it says all fucking men does it imaginary lines don't apply you know you just wrote it down it's the same as somebody discovering if i take two rocks and put two more rocks together i now have four rocks well that's true but if i write it on a piece of paper you didn't make it any more true it just exists yeah you just wrote it down and defined it you know yeah you wrote oh. down two plus two equals four congratulations <laughs> so the language so. the language thing really bugs me and i i kind of okay the whole trans thing there's huge fights over the definition of words and i really think what ends up happening with a lot of people is each person comes at it with a different definition of the same fucking word yeah. and they just fight at each other instead of sitting down and saying hey why don't we uh what's the word for it why don't we discuss this and actually kind of figure out what you mean by this, what I mean by this. Yep. Because if I say to you, you know, you know what I believe? I believe that you shouldn't steal my shit and you shouldn't hurt me. Almost everybody will say, yeah, I believe that. Or I believe everybody has the right to do what they want as long as they don't hurt anyone else. That's a really good jumping off point for everybody to agree. It's all this other shit that people get bent out of shape over that they spend all their time fucking arguing about that doesn't matter anyway. But yeah, there's my hobby horse for the evening. Yeah. The issue I find with like the, um, 
Oh, fuck, what'd you just say? <laughs> language? <laughs> language and then, um, oh, my God. Oh, like, uh, in, oh, uh, don't take people's stuff and, you know, don't hurt them, right? The non-aggression principle. Sure. Uh, is that then people will start to interpret that. Right. And then. Wetting it the fuck out. Yeah. Do you remember fucking uh, Dude, Where's My Car? No, I don't. But I, okay. I did watch it, but I don't remember it. Chinese food. They're going through the drive-thru. She keeps saying, and then, and then, and then. Oh, every time yeah. they, And they're yeah. like, no, and then. Is that that movie? Yeah, yeah. No, and oh, then. Okay. That's the non-aggression principle because everybody wants to keep going, and yeah. then, and then, and then. Yeah. No, and then. Well, like, they want to argue, like, when they pass an infrastructure bill up here, they want to, like, argue what is infrastructure. And they'll, like, fucking make it everything. And I understand sure. how you can make that argument, right? Yes. But it doesn't matter because it's all stolen money in the first place. So, <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, the, I, it's so simple. I just don't. But somebody in here mentioned that uh, this, uh, no matter what laws get passed, I'll still keep in bare arms. Yes. Like, so I get the people to show up to the house and they'll say, like, well, they're going to come take your guns. And I'm like, good fucking luck because that's never happening. You know, like, they can pass all the laws they want. I'm just not going to pay any fucking attention to them. <laughs> you know? all, when it comes down to it, here we go. We fucking ran all the way around tonight making jokes about a fucking brick. And here we are talking serious. But when it comes down to it, everybody has to have that line. That Yeah. that That's it. It's the line, you know. Yeah. And if it gets trespassed on, heaven help whoever gets trespassed on because that's the problem, right? And, every, yeah. and again, that's the beauty of anarchy anarchism is that everybody has their own personal line and it's cool because you can fucking believe whatever you want i can believe whatever i want and there's a lot of anarchists who get bent out of shape about people believing shit that doesn't agree with them that maybe they're not really an anarchist i don't know there's a lot of uh i wouldn't say the anarchists but small l libertarians that don't fucking understand what it means because they became libertarians because they think because trump was elected and they right. think the word liberty is cool Yes. And they started calling themselves libertarians and they ruined a lot of that. Uh, because now when you talk to somebody who doesn't know what's going on, they're like, oh, libertarians, you're just Trumpers. And it's like, no, there's just a lot of fucking stupid Trumpers that call themselves that because they think the word liberty is cool and the flag with the snake, you know? And they have no, like, you ask them, hey, explain the non aggression principle to me. And they're like, the what now? They have no fucking idea what it is. And like, that's the basis, dude. <laughs> like if you don't know that you can't use the word you know right. like stop it and they do they want to argue about the tranny thing and all that and it's like look um i don't give a shit what an adult does right at all, I don't at either. all. um i think the reality is it's more men than women doing the transvestite thing probably i'm, I'm this is my theory I, right i have a theory too i can't, but prove, that. I can't prove that I think it's it's because it, because men are fucking perverts, you know, we're way more sexual than women when it comes to, you know, that and men, I think, get off. Some men get off on. It, right. So, like, they dress up like a woman and they go out and they want whatever they're whatever's going on in their head. So um, I don't give a shit. Do what you got to do. I've known transvestites, sure. good yeah. people, whatever. Um, you know, I think they think they have problems. I think they probably should seek help. But. I didn't have anything personally wrong with them. And just because somebody might need some help doesn't mean I hate them. Right. So like, and you're not going to send people with guns after them because of it. No, absolutely not. But <laughs> here's the, but right. And this is what seems to keep happening where I think provocateurs push the line. And I don't think it's your, I think that your average cross dresser, whatever we're calling it today, um, or gay person or whatever, 
fucking hates everything that's going on right now too, because I don't think they agree with it, you know? So like, let's exclude 99% of the people that are in the, that, that categories, those categories, right? Because they probably also hate this, what's going on because they're being sure. exploited to divide the masses, which is fucked up. But if you're a dude, if, okay. If you have a dick or had, don't care. Right. And, and my wife's in the bathroom and you go in there, we got fucking problems. Sure. And you're a dude. Okay. Thanks. We're done here. <laughs> like, I don't know what the dilemmas are. You know, uh, if you're a woman that dresses like a man, it's all irrelevant because they don't have that, that power. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like they don't I have don't the physical mean. power probably. Um, so to me, all that's like, whatever, you know, like, I'm just like, I'll handle that if it happens in front of me because I'm a man and I will, but you know what? Things, that, you know? that, okay. That's the same old fuck. That, okay. You remember back when abortion was the big thing and everybody said, well, what about, what about, what about, you know, it was always, yeah. It's the little the real, exceptions, the little yeah. except, well, let's deal with them on an individual basis when it happens. Just fucking let everything else, yeah. let people be exactly what you are, you know, like, Here's my theory. I'll put it out there since we've been talking about it. But when when you were in high school, the or when we were in high school, the edgy thing for a guy or well, mainly girls to do was to go by their middle name. Remember? So if you were like, uh, I don't know, Maybe. she was, you know, Kim, and her middle name was Sally. She's like, I'm going to be Sally from now on, and that's my new identity, right? Okay. And that was just something that a teenager did. And then when my older kids were in school, it some people are going to hate me for this, but some some people would experiment with the other sex, right? That was just something they did. Now, a small percentage stayed there. Lots of them didn't. It was a phase. It was yeah. something they did. That and got I, popular when I was in college. Right, exactly. For yes, one that was... <laughs> for one yeah. year. In 1998, 90, late 90s. Early 2000. And then it, I'm yeah. sure it grew. And I always just described it as they're trying it on. Sure. You know? And, and but I, it used to annoy me because, like, I knew gay people that got their fucking ass kicked back in the day. I know. Gay. And it's like, hey, don't go running around telling people you're gay if you're just not sure. Right. Because like, there's people that really took a fucking hit for that kind of thing. And regardless of how you feel about it, like, they're doing their own thing. Fine. But there's people that, like, fought the real battle on that ground. And now you're just like, oh, yeah, me. You know, I, I am too. And and then two fucking years later, they're not. You know, and that's major. So anyway. They this we all, but yeah. I worked in a lot of restaurants. So you see a lot of this shit in restaurants. Sure. And, but that's the thing with teenagers in general is <clears throat> you go through phases because you don't yeah. know who the fuck you are. You try to figure life out and give them some freedom to, you know, kind of breathe and live and realize, you know, I mean, at my kid's school, there's been some kids already who've been like, Hey, guess what? I'm a boy now. Three months later, guess what? They're back to being a girl now. Yeah. Okay. It's a phase. And yeah. ignore you know, it. There's a, Oh, yeah, just let it be. That's what they <laughs> you know? did. I was a kid. Ignore it. Okay. Right. And it worked. They worked their own shit up. I mean, maybe, you know, don't fucking totally ignore them. Right. No. Like when you... the little kid grabs the little boy, plays with the fucking dolls and, and brushes their hair. You just, they're playing with a toy. Like you just ignore yeah. it. Whatever. I, uh, and like, I, I think that most people in our world for the, see, people in our world need to be careful of the overreaction on stuff like that. Right. And I catch myself. Right. Mm -hmm. So like. You know, I don't know. Like one of my kids learned all his colors, right? And uh, he says pink. And it was one of the first colors he learned, pink. And I'm just like, oh, oh, no, calm down, John. Not a big deal. 
You know, but I didn't say anything, but my initial reaction was, uh-oh, because all this stupid shit going on, you know? But also, but, that has probably to do with the generation we grew up in as well. Yeah, 100%. Because you know? we yeah. were very like, you're this or you're that. Yeah, you know? <laughs> you know? And if you're in between, you're a pussy. <laughs> right. Or, right. Or other words that I won't say or, out loud yeah, on yeah, the yeah. internet anymore. So like, I uh, We got to be careful not to react. And I think you're, a lot of your standard Republicans do that a lot. Um, sure. But... Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's nuts, but we were just ignored. I mean, there was a time when I was like, I think I was like 16, maybe. And I sat there for like three minutes and I went, I wonder if I'm gay. Sure. Yeah. And, then I, and then I thought about curling up in bed next to some dude's hairy ass. And I went, nope, not gay. And moved the fuck on. Now, I get that some people <laughs> may, may be differently motivated, you know, That's but okay. like, I, I, it's just, yeah, I mean. But we had like the, the percentages are it is social contagion. I'll give them that like the yes. right to talk about that. And they're probably right about especially with girls. That's where the problem comes in with girls. Like I know I said that most adult cross-dressers or whatever we're calling that are men. OK, that's probably true. I think a lot of the young on the younger side, like under 20, I think it's majority women. OK, because the TikTok mm. fucking they see it. They see it. They want to fit in, you know, and like teenage girls just always want to fit in. So, like, if that's what the thing is to fit in, they're going to do the thing to fit in. And that's the thing. So there you go. But um, but ignore ignore it. And, and like, there's been, thank God, there's been a lot of weird shit coming out about the medical community. There's actually been some whistleblower-type doctors coming out going, this is fucked up. They're just profiting off these people. Yes. You know? And that, I believe, 100%. Like, right in the beginning, I was like, "Mm, this is just a way for them to sell more shit. You know? And, like, I have... I don't know if we've done the diabetes story talk, but I have fucking zero confidence and zero trust in the capabilities or um, ethics of the medical industry as a whole. Sure. Like absolutely none. Like I was fucking misdiagnosed for 10 years, even though I sat there telling them what it was, you know, and now I have permanent nerve damage. So they can all fuck right off, <laughs> you know? And then it's so like when I, I can see it now because it's pattern recognition after a while, you can see it, you know, and it's all just one complex with the ag, you know, right. The food, the food, the drugs and the fucking uh, medical field. It's all the same thing. It's all just one big, let's make a whole bunch of money. It's a big yeah. system. That's all spun the fuck up. And it yeah. all, it, every, every system wants to protect. I mean, whatever living entity it is, the last thing you want to do is die. Right. So it's, it's like, it's like Kodak as Kodak was dying instead of embracing fucking digital technology, they put out a new film because yeah. that's the only thing they know how to do. Right. Yeah. And yep. so these systems, they get spun up and they want to just keep living and they, they do whatever they can. And and here's the other thing. I don't know if it's done out of malice, if it's done out of um, self-preservation, or if it's just like, I, I don't know. I, and I don't know if it even matters. You know, it, the fact no. that it just happens, it happens. You and me, right? it doesn't matter. To right. people that want solutions, it doesn't matter because you're not going to stop it. No. Um, I do think it's malice at the top 100% of the way. Like, I think it's all fucking malice at the top. I think down through the ranks, I don't believe it's malice. Like, I have a, a, a primary care physician that I really like. But he's very standard bullshit medical, right? Sure. Now, I'm smart enough to know how to manipulate that for my own good. <laughs> right? Yes, I understand um, completely. Because yep. I've been through the shit, right? Right. If I had had him as a doctor 
20 years ago, he would have been a huge fucking problem for me. Maybe because he would maybe not actually, cause he'll just do whatever I tell him. So maybe, maybe he was the guy I needed in the beginning when I went, dude, I think I'm a type one diabetic. Can you run a test? And he would have been like, fuck yeah, I'll order it. You know, maybe he would have been that guy, but he's the guy that's like, I walked in and I went, dude, I just, I eat eight ounces of ground beef a day and a cup of broccoli and I fast all day and I have heavy cream in my coffee in the morning and my A1C is excellent and I don't take a lot of insulin um, and I cannot lose one pound. Right. And um, he's like, oh, do you want Ozempic? <laughs> like instantly. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, no, I don't want that. Are you insane? Because I've done my research on that, too, because I know what's available to me drug wise. Right. To try to lose weight. And I know which ones may or may not have long term side effects. And I have tried a couple to try to push it over the plateau and they didn't work anyway, because most of them are just an appetite suppressant. Right. You don't need a fucking appetite suppressant if you're fasting all day anyway and eating eight ounces of ground beef and a cup of broccoli every day. You don't need to suppress a goddamn thing at that point. <laughs> so like pointless for me, you know, and I'm sure we're going to see the, you know, during Maury Povich, if he's still alive, we'll see the fucking commercials, you know, with the lawsuits in 10 years for Ozempic, you know, you're right. So because that's probably the other part of that whole thing, though, is those lawyers. But um, yeah. How do, I, you, uh, how, how do you decide? So, OK, I mean, here's the, the one that I love. I mean, we all know keto fucking works. Yeah. But most like 95% of the established medical community says that that is the wrong way to go. Right. So we know I, I, through personal experience, we know we're right on this. Right. So how does one decide that you're right on something and you're not just fucking deluded yourself? I've been struggling with that lately. Yeah, I have. I think you have to, um, you know, I think you have to think about that to keep yourself in check, right? If you're not doing that, you're not being honest with yourself, right? You have to doubt everything you think you know, right? For sure, you know. And I do it sometimes. I go, I wonder if I should work in more X, Y, and Z, right? Yes. But see, I have the um, superpower <laughs> of not producing insulin, <laughs> so sure. and I have this. Uh, thing attached to my body at all. It's actually a little high right now, but I have this thing uh, telling me what okay. my fucking blood sugar is 24 seven. And um, I can tell you exactly what any food does to you because of that. You know what I mean? So I can tell you that when I eat high protein, low fat meat, I get a very long lasting uh, increase in blood sugar. Sure. It's actually somewhat difficult to control because protein slowly converts to glucose everything converts to glucose yes but, yeah. but protein uh does it a little fat faster than fat slower than carbs but over a long span and if it's a lot of just protein like say eight or ten ounces of something and it's lean meat like chicken right i get the fuck you for like six hours <laughs> you know i know how to control it so i'm okay but like i know it's there right if i eat a ribeye mm. and broccoli cooked in uh you Butter. know tallow oh, okay with a homemade cheese sauce that's basically mm-hmm. an alfredo sauce made with cheddar right that's like the majority of my diet um <laughs> i don't get a spike in in blood okay. sugar and i get a very easily controlled rise right because you're going to have a rise right if i eat a sweet potato with that meal i'm fucked so uh-huh. right up to the roof right if i eat a real potato with that meal i'll fucking see in three days 
because like I'm going to be in a coma. Right. So I can tell you when, like when people tell you, you have to mix in more healthy carbs, they're fucking full of shit. That's wrong. Right. Cause I know exactly what the glucose or the insulin response is to that. And hyper insulin, insulinemia is not a good thing, you know? So like, pumping your body full of your own insulin is just as bad <laughs> as your shitty diabetics that eat donuts all day and just blow fucking insulin in themselves. Um, so like I, I have that. I, I'm not, I know that's not absolute proof, you know, but nope. it's, I have that thing. And like, I have people in TSP land, like Jake will ask me, Hey, can you try it? When monk fruit was a thing that yep. came up is a big thing, right? It was new. And they were like, Hey, well, what do you think? And I'm like, I don't know. Let me get some, see where it goes, you know? And I got some monk fruit. Uh, sweetener and I took some super high fat yogurt and I added some like vanilla extract to it and some monk fruit and I ate it and it didn't raise my blood sugar any more than just regular yogurt would and I was fasting. Wow. And, um, good to go. Monk fruit's great. Doesn't doesn't have a glucose response at all. And by the way, the this stuff about people are like, oh, anytime you eat anything sweet, it triggers a glucose response. That's fucking bullshit. Um, <laughs> like I drink diet Dr. Pepper all day. Yeah, be blowing insulin into me nonstop if that triggered uh, a pain, an insulin spike, you know what I mean, or whatever. It, it triggered a, uh, a liver dump of glucose, you know, that's what they're saying. So um, that's not true. So a lot of these artificial sweeteners, there's a good channel, uh, Keto Connect or something. It's okay. a husband and wife, and they uh, they do that. They do like, oh, yeah. they're, they, they're not diabetic, but they have uh, glucose monitors and stuff. And they did all the... Um, artificial sweeteners and i think the only bad one was like malitol so it's easy to remember because mal needs means bad so um so avoid malitol i guess i've never seen it so i don't know i don't know so uh, how do you so okay like we've every one of us have seen the um the realistic or the real world results from keto and we know yep. it works. i mean it it's hard to I argue with any of these right yeah but how okay how do you separate that from chicken feed you know this you know what i mean like how do you make sure you don't fall for for fucking you know uh there's yeah. gay frogs or drugs in the chicken feed you know yeah. like we're, because me, it's, yeah. it, it's i so before i knew i was type 1 diabetic i was type, yeah. yes i was diagnosed type 2 um i lost 120 pounds right and i did it by doing the paleo diet right whatever we were calling it then and uh 2008 or something i don't know it was a while ago and um I did it by doing that. And the, while I was doing that, now this is all just more, you know, I don't have any, I'm not a fucking scientist. Sure. <laughs> so it's all just whatever, you know, uh, what's it anecdotal. Yeah. So um, my grandfather was in excellent shape. Right. And he ate a lot of ribeyes and a lot of bacon and eggs and a lot of pea soup, which I don't eat. But, um, and he was in great shape. You know, he died from prostate cancer. He was like 88 or some shit. Right. And he died from prostate cancer before people, they, before they caught that, you know, like before they were like, oh, my God, you have prostate cancer. Let's just do this one thing to cure you. <laughs> you know, yeah. he died in like 1984 or something. So I remember my memories of him are he's excellent shape in his 80s. Right. Um, then the other men in my family eat like fucking assholes and they're fat and they're always out of shape. Right. Right. And I was raised more with that. Right. And I see people in my family blood related to me that eat wheat and they're super horribly inflamed. You can tell. And I know because mm. I had I ate this way for 30 years right basically and then stopped so i have the i did it this way and then i didn't do it that way and holy shit the results are insane like you're describing but i have yeah. a long i have i have 14 ish years of that 
12, 14, what year is it? <laughs> 2023. Yeah. 15 years. I have 11 years of eating okay. low carb almost all the time, at least low carb. And I also, I don't call it keto. We have to correct. We have to be careful. Like sure. it's only keto if you're counting shit. Okay? Right. It's only keto if you're like, I'm counting all my macros all the time. You don't really you're need to. a low carb, high fat diet if you're not right. counting, right? I, I get, that's another, like, put that on my list of shit I bitch about. Um, but like, so I try to, I don't eat keto, I eat low carb, high fat, you know? But, um, so I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I do think about it. Am I wrong? Right. But the times that I've tried, like I've had doctors say you need to eat more healthy carbs. I try to work shit like that in and it destroys my blood sugar. And I, when I have high blood sugar, I get neuropathy inflammation. I can't really walk. Um, and I get really, really, really sluggish and tired and I fatigued and like overall, like the definition of that word fatigue, the real one, you know? Yeah. And I can't perform and fuck. I have to perform. You know, <laughs> so there's no time for not performing. So like, yes, K Bonk, I do react differently. Not to different pork uh, from pork. Who's he asking? Do I re- react differently? React from differently pork from pork products. Pork, pork uh, does. I don't do well with pork or chicken. And I think there's a amino acid in it that I can't remember the name of that kind of bothers me. I do best with beef. I saw okay. Nicole Sauce talking about that today on, on social media. I do. I feel like if I'm having a bad few days, not feeling great and, uh, you know, eating a lot of hot dogs out of the microwave and <laughs> like I, I do that a lot because um, I'm here working, not ah, put the hot dogs in the microwave, put some shitty sliced American cheese on it and some ketchup and fucking call it a day. Right. There's my one vice ketchup. I love anyway. fucking American cheese. Oh my God, dude. Slice don't shit have it up here. Cheese. It's such dog shit, but it's so good. Um, so pork, I just bought a half pig this year. And I have noticed that, like, I don't feel so when you're me and you do what I do, you're super fucking in tune with how everything affects you. Right. Sure. Pork, I don't do as well with just like I don't do as well with chicken. It doesn't make me worse. It just won't make me better. If that yep. makes sense. Right. Yeah. Beef will fucking cure me. Oh, um, beef, I know. I know. Yeah. Oh, my God. And broccoli. Yeah. I do great with broccoli. I do great with Brussels sprouts. I do great with asparagus. And uh, green beans. And that's another thing I hate is when people keep saying that one phrase over and over to make a point. <laughs> I do great with, I do great with, I hate it. I just did it. Anyway, so like, those four vegetables I do fantastic with. I can't eat fucking cauliflower or uh, cabbage in bulk because it just, or, yeah, cauliflower is the one. The cauliflower pizza crust idea. Oh, yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. Someone might as well be twisting the shit out of my stomach when I eat that. It's so bad. Cabbage is so good. So, you know, um, I found recently that I do have some reactions to negative reactions to dairy, which is a real fucking bummer because I can't give up another thing. Um, So I still do heavy cream. Uh, I did cut out yogurt as a dessert and I just cut out desserts. I've done like almost three months, I want to say, or maybe what is it? The end of May? Jesus Christ. Four and a half months of really clean, like, Literally, like, I eat when I'm hungry, but generally it's once a day, right? So if I get hungry at four, I will eat. I don't go, no, 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 you know? Um, and when I say clean, I mean, like, hot dogs are, there's nothing, ask Ken Berry, there's nothing wrong with hot dogs. So, <laughs> all right. Um, so I'll, eat, I'll, I'll do that. Like, if I'm on the road and I need to eat something, right, I'll hit a 7-Eleven, just get a couple beef hot dogs, just, there you go, yeah. gone, good to go, back out the door, right? Um and then one meal a day at the end of the day, super clean beef, vegetables, sometimes not even the vegetable, right? 
or meat vegetable. Oh, that's yeah. it. And then coffee with heavy cream, no more than two cups a day for me because I get super dehydrated. Um, I have been, I drink fucking diet soda. It's the worst thing I do, but I, no desserts now at all, really, for like three months at least, maybe four, right? And I mean, like, one night I had some fucking yogurt and I wanted to kill myself the next day. I felt like shit. It's like when someone's just doing regular paleo and then they have their cheat day and yep. eat a whole pizza and a quart of ice cream and they want to die. Oh, yes. That's like <laughs> it was when that, we go to the city. It was yep. that for one cup of yogurt. Like, oh. good whole fat Greek yogurt, you know? So, like, I've super cleaned my diet up and I've, I've definitely felt the results in energy. But I right now I'm in this spot business-wise where I have to perform. There's yeah. no such thing as a day down, right? So like, I have to just keep it going. I just got to keep the fire stoked and you know, that's that. So like, you know, I'm trying to do some things. I'm trying to accomplish some shit. We should have got into this three hours ago. I know. So, okay. <laughs> we really should wrap it up. We've been two right? hours. What time is it? <laughs> so it's two fucking... hours and 15 minutes. I'll do another yeah. 45 if you want. I don't give a fuck. You know, okay. Do you remember when you were on? So I looked it up. You're, it was fucking episode like 74 last time you were on. Yeah, that's in this. We're episode three hundred and eleven. So wow, it's a while been ago. I'm gonna listen year. and turn my fan on while you talk. Sure, go ahead. Keep talking. It's been like a year and a half, and I keep saying every time you and I get on a show together and talk, it's fucking magic. I really, I, I know neither of us could probably ever commit to doing a weekly show you and I together, but fuck, I would love to do that because if we. <laughs> I think everybody, if we, if we just did two hours of fucking rambling talk radio once a week or once a month, it'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. But I know we're both, I know we're both so fucking busy. I'm so. supposed to do a weekly show with Drew Sample every week about microgreens. It How's hasn't happened in, it hasn't happened in over a year. I know. Um, and then I was like, I really need to get back on YouTube and do some videos. And I did a couple, like just quick, I decided to get back to the roots on that where I used to just say, fuck it. Oh, there's this thing happening. I'm going to grab my phone. I'm going to shoot a video and talk about it. No production whatsoever. Put it up. Right. Right. And I don't even really go back and do the things I should do, like put my stupid Amazon thing in there. Like, I don't even I do that way later, um, you know, when the luster's off. Yeah. So, um, and I immediately got orders for flats because I saw microgreens trays online. And um, when I was doing more YouTube, I got more orders, obviously. Right. Because there was more attention to the channel. And I immediately sold like fuck two cases or something you know whatever i made like 50 bucks or some shit i don't like uh i'm taking insulin hang on no, <laughs> so um fucking, do you want heroin so yeah no i love it i pulled this out i pulled this out anywhere i don't give a shit i'm just like i gotta shoot up you want some so <laughs> so uh yeah i uh hold on, i have to put it in my meter so i don't double shoot later that's bad because then I'd have to eat a candy bar. I'm looking at a whole box of Kit Kats above me. Anyway, so um, fuck, where were we? Where was? Yeah, once a week that or whatever. Yeah. Once a month, once a week, whatever you just said. Yeah, I would love to commit to this stuff, but that's where I'm at right now. Is like, I okay. So I have a two year old. I know, and uh, I have one fucking mission in life, and I don't care about anything else, and that is make him awesome. Yeah, right. Make him as smart as I possibly can uh make him smarter than me you know and that's it and i and i it's not a parent world where i'm like he needs to have all the things i didn't have fuck all that shit i don't care about any of that i want him to just be smarter than me so anything i see him doing that's like um uh productive 
you know, like uh, he loves to go. He likes to play outside a lot, but he wanted to go out the fucking front door all the time where the road is. And uh, we have a big backyard. And um, I'm like, he likes to go to the playground and swing. So I'm like, I'm fucking building him a swing set. Right mm. now, that would have been spoiled as rotten for me when I was a kid. Right. Sure. If we had a swing set. Holy shit. That would have been like the biggest thing that ever happened in my life. But I'm like, no, fuck that. That's productive. I want him to be outside. I want him, you know, burning energy off and, and being out. I just want him to be outside, you know. Um, so I built a swing set over the weekend with my dad. It was great, right? He's 80. He's 80. And he was visiting for Mother's Day with my mom. And we built the swing set for Alex. It was nice. But I have one mission, and that's that. He needs to learn stuff. I'm trying to just – he's going to homeschool, obviously. Um, he's got six – he's 23 months now. He'll be a month – he'll be a year old in about – or two years old in about a month. He's got almost his whole alphabet down. Uh, he can count to 20. He can count from 10 to one backwards. Um, his vocabulary is enormous. He knows all his colors, all his fruits, all his, all that shit. Right. I think we're pretty far ahead of the game as far as the goal goes. Right. That's sure. the goal. So like yesterday I needed to come here to the grow room and I needed to plant 150 trays of microgreens so we could stay caught up. Right. That happens two or three days a week. <laughs> all right you know yeah barrels are happening it's may it's fucking rain barrels it's planters it's all the stuff deliveries are happening pickups are happening from the opportunity whatever right i'm trying to make picnic tables to sell i'm trying to make docks to sell we got to plant our gardens um some are production gardens some are just for us you know all this shit's happening um so i went i this is where i fucked myself up this used to be what i would do and it wasn't a problem now i need to adjust right I went into a restaurant on Friday. He clearly forgot to order micro beets because he was out. Um, and I go, hey, man, you, uh, you forget to order micro beets or you got what do you got going on? And he's like, oh, I fucking forgot. And I'm like, I can bring a pound tomorrow. OK, now in my in the past, that would have been excellent. Like, cool, 80 bucks or something, you know, whatever. It's 40 minutes away, which sucks. But it's good to keep that relationship with your customer, obviously, you know. So uh, but I could have sent her, you know. Yeah deliver it or i could have delivered it and it would have been a big deal because we didn't have all this other shit going on new world though is different <laughs> so it was raining like a bastard yesterday right and she was like i can go and i was like yep all right uh it's ready it's here if you want to come get it and then i stopped myself and i went nope i don't want her taking my kid throwing him in the car putting fucking video on the tablet because that's you know yeah two we don't do it right away but at the two hour mark, <laughs> you know what I mean? He starts to oh, get I understand. Finished. Yeah. So like we put him in the car, we don't do that. And then at like an hour and a half when he starts to be like fucking him, you know, then we'll put something on that's educational, you know, it's some Canadian broad, Caitlin or something. Anyway, uh, I don't know. She's excellent. So um, I just thought you'd like that. She's Canadian. Sure. I don't <laughs> like Canadians. It's okay. <laughs> so, uh, so we put, we'll put that on whatever. Right. Okay, great. But then I stopped myself and I went, I don't want to, I don't want to do it. And then I didn't realize how bad it was raining. And I just called her and I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take care of it. You stay there. But I've got eight hours of planting too. And now it's three o'clock in the afternoon. You know what I mean? I and do. I also wanted to go to this thing last night and that's where I <laughs> fucked up. I shouldn't have gone to the thing, but anyway, so I drive the thing down and then I also need to buy a rolling tool cart for here. And I stopped at Lowe's on the way back. I kept, I just over and over and over trapped myself with stupid shit. You know what I mean? I know. I get you. In the first place, <laughs> I should have just moved on and said, fuck it. The 80 bucks is the 80 bucks, whatever. I don't care. You know? Um, anyway, I ended up not doing 70% of the planting. 
and now I have to do it tonight. And the whole point of this was I was really week after week here on busting ass trying to um, get one day off to spend with my kid. Right. That's it, right. And it never happens, by the way. I get about an hour with him in the morning. I get an hour with him at night, and that's it. And he's a late riser, so he stays up wicked fucking late. I think it's because he knows I'm coming home, though. That's not sure. good. So, like, I get, like, two hours I see him, you know? And then I'm like, I need a day off to have a family day because that's another obligation. In addition to needing to do it, you know, it's like I, she needs time, too, with me and not alone with him, you know? But anyway, so it didn't really happen. It kind of happened. Kind of happened. I did some work this morning at the farm and made some local deliveries. Like I hooked some neighbors up with some soil and shit, right? Um, stuff that's been on the back burner for weeks. And uh, then I, um, is that Stefan Diggs? I don't know. I, <laughs> no. I, we don't get many people from Twitch, so it's great to see somebody. Uh, I'm just throwing it up that there. That would be badass because go Bills. So uh, <laughs> it could be his brother. He is a brother that's a defensive back for the Cowboys. You know, we'll not, a big, not a big yeah. Cowboys fan over here. I'm a Bills fan. What do you want from me? <laughs> so uh, good for good to see you. Though. <laughs> it's interesting. So, um, yeah, I just uh, I'm just trying to do this thing. I'm trying to work towards this thing with him. Right. And uh, it's tough. It's a lot. And I'm just trying to do it. And I'm just trying to man up and do it. And I have a lot of theories that have developed because of this because it's just kind of like, yep, this is what it means to be a dad and be a man. You just have to fucking shut up and do the work, you know? It and uh, yeah, I know I do. Right. And that's what you got to do. And like, you got to sacrifice the stuff for the good of it. And cause I'm also thinking it's funny cause Spirko started talking about seven generational thinking about a month after I started thinking about doing that, but I didn't put the name on it that he did. Right. I was yeah. like, we need a family plot. My family squandered land for de generations. We need a family plot somewhere. We need to, I need to start setting this up so that generations from now that I won't know, will have this and I need to set it up legally so they can't fucking ruin it. Um, and that's what I want, you know, like that's the goal and my comfort and my time off and like to do other shit is irrelevant. Like none of that matters to me. You know, I just I, need to do this mission, you know? So I get you. I, it might, it's a little bleak, I guess. No, I, but, I just, it's a struggle because so, Haas asked if you can hire help yet. And I do not have one employee. Right. You know what so I'm saying? This is what I okay. <laughs> so I it's very hard to hire people on the books, obviously. Yes. Um, I have one intern. Uh sure. so but unpaid before, intern, yes. Yeah, what I did was I hired a uh or I have a an, verbiage like anybody's gonna watch this i uh, like not that's not what i meant to me. like anybody like that well, is gonna bust right, my ass. <laughs> anybody who's gonna bust me is not gonna watch this right i know so um my fed I, give up an hour and a half ago so yeah right he's like jesus this guy won't shut up so um i you know i have someone yeah this is a recent development i also have a good a fucking excellent babysitter but she's not very often available so because she has a prior uh obligation for that yeah. Uh, my neighbor's nanny. She's fucking awesome. Oh. So uh, she like teaches at a daycare type thing. She's a nanny. She's like, this is her life kind of thing. It's and so when I have her, I have her in to babysit like once a month and I go, I need to know where he's at because I don't know other kids, you know? 
Yep. And I'm like, I just want to know where he is measuring stick wise. If he's behind, tell me he's behind. If he's way ahead, tell me he's way ahead. I just want to know where we're at. You know, <laughs> and she never really gives me a good answer though. <laughs> I think she thinks, cause people are like, you're not supposed to compare your kid to other kids. I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to compare all day. I, so, uh, I did. cause I, I want to know. Did. I just want to know where we're at. That's all. But anyway, um, yeah, we have a person that I help that is here to help my wife. Cause my wife does work two days a week harvesting mm. at least sometimes three. Um, cause we have to have that. There's no fucking way I could do that too. So she comes here and she handles all of our order coordination. My wife texting all the chefs, putting the nice. orders together, the board, and then harvesting, making sure the right stuff gets harvested, washing, drying, packaging, getting the orders ready, generating invoices. It sounds like I don't do a fucking thing when I do that. So I just drive around, <laughs> yeah, right? But, um, she does that and she needed help because it, it's kind of crazy. We, we got this girl in to help her and she, uh, after like three weeks, she goes, did you used to just do this alone or was there somebody else too? And she's like, oh no, I just did it alone. And the girl's like, that's fucking crazy. So if you yep. want to establish respect from your, uh, whatever intern employee, whatever, right. Do that. Be like, oh yeah, I used to work some impossible task <laughs> and then, and then have them go, oh my God, you used to do this, <laughs> you know? So I need another though, like another, another, but I don't think the money's there. Cause we like just big thousand dollar expenses after another, just keep coming at you. You know, I know we had to buy another fridge. I just built two new grow racks. That's like six grand, you know, Ooh. like it's like math. We've leased another room. So we have another room, uh, adjacent, like the other side of the wall behind the monitor I'm looking at. There's another room over there. We leased, I moved all my planting and germination over there. <clears throat> and I have all my growing on this side and, and this is the packaging room and my like little desk. Uh, that's another fucking thousand dollars a month with electricity, you know, and then uh, my electric bills, $1,300 over here. Of course you know, it is. Like just fucking one hit after another. Right. So it's, and then the transmission in the van went a year ago, you know, just yeah. everybody that's listening that runs a business knows how this is, you know, it's, I'm not special in that department, but it's like, then hire someone else. Like, I don't know, man. I don't think there's money there because I'm not paying me <laughs> like all the time. It's, it sucks. So I I hired a guy, I, I, an awesome kid. I, I call him a kid. He's fucking 28. But, you know, his name <laughs> yeah, Nick. He's a great yeah. guy. So it's the first time that I've actually had somebody that I was paying to look after shit while I was away. It was always before, like, you know, hey, you know, brother-in-law, can you watch things in case I get a call? Or, hey, yeah. son, can you know? And it sucks because you hate to lean on people that way. And you can never leave and fucking think you can actually relax, you know? Well, this guy just fucking knocked it out of the park, man. He did everything for me and went above and beyond. And it was incredible. But it's taken me a long time to even think about doing that, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's scary, too. Because they it can is. fuck something up. Oh, yeah. It could be big. In your world, it could be big, big. Well, like, it so could be like thing. big damagey type thing. <laughs> right. I met with two guys the other night to sell all seasons maintenance, my handyman side of the business. Wow. This is, it's, it's fucking weird how it's happened, you know? Wow. But since, okay, what are, what are we right now? We're into May, right? So yeah. say two weeks before I went to Nicole's until now, it's a blur. I have had not one minute to do like i feel like even my content has suffered a little bit because it's just been everything right it's it's getting ready for events we came and 
this is all, I mean, we all want fucking success. This is what we do, you know, but we we bought a couple of rentals and (laughs) before we left to go to Nicole's, this one that was just barely started being renovated was rented for June 1st. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember you saying that. So I'm back every single day. I have been over there trying to get this all put together. It'll be done, but it just feels like nothing else. You know, I know it's, what is it? The urgent versus the important, you know, I know I've uh, like my review videos, my content, I know where I've brought them up to this level. And now I feel like I can't do that level while I'm doing all this shit. And I, yep. I just can't wait to get it. This is going to sound, I can't wait to go to this event that I'm going to, and I'm going to put my all into it, but I can't fucking wait to get back so I can yep. start doing shit again. You know? Yep. It's I understand the, that. Oh, when we go to, tough. when I go to Jack's every year, it's like, I really enjoy it. But right before it, I'm like, I just need to get this over with so I can move on. I <laughs> like, know. Cause everything's a fucking, everything is, I think you have to think that far ahead all the time, no matter what though. You do. That's all you're really doing. I think is like, it's definitely stress. Like any thing that's an obligation is stress. It's funny because if you knew me 10 years ago or whatever, when I was a restaurant manager, I had obviously shit that I had to deal with responsibility wise running a restaurant, but that's like small ball compared to anything right now. Um, and, and on, on days off and outside of work, I didn't want any, any obligations, right? I never want, Oh no. Do you want to make dinner plans with our friends? No. Cause then I'm going to have to fucking be there at a certain, no. And it's gonna be my day off and I'm not going to want to have to be somewhere on my day off. Now I don't even know what the fuck a day off means. Is that a thing? People do that still. No. So like, <laughs> it's like, whatever. Now I tell her like, this is our new plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like part of the problem that I have is I won't do that. I won't take time off unless there's a plan that I have to meet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I will just fucking go like wind me up and see it. You know, like you on December 1st, you could, I could just be work on December 2nd. Cause I go home for December 1st for Christmas Eve shit. And then on December 2nd, I'm back. And uh, if you, if, if there wasn't like tickets to an event or a plan for a day off, I will not take a day off for 365 fucking days. I just will not take a day. I just don't, I don't know. What do I do with myself? Because my other, the back to the diabetes thing, my other problem is this. I've learned how to manage this disease and it's work or die because Hmm. if I get up and sit on the fucking couch, like some people get to do right. And just watch TV all day. My blood sugar will stay at 180 all day. And I'll feel like, totally. really? oh, yeah, okay. I have to get up and move around. Sure. Now, I know a lot of people that are like, well, go to the gym on that day. It's like, yeah, fuck you. I'm never going to a yeah. gym. Like, I hate it. I hate I hate physical exertion for no point, you know. Um, so I have to get up and get moving and start working. And then, OK, so in theory, I could get up and I could do a thing and then stop. I can't like it's like I'm going to start working. And now I'm in that zone. And I, that, you know? Right. That's. I, so again, this, this fucking renovation, yeah. I don't have, okay, this is going to say, I don't have the ability to do other small shit when I have that on my brain. I, I, it's that fucking one, it's all or nothing with this stuff. And it's the weirdest fucking thing. It's either do that or sleep. And I, <laughs> it's a weird obsession, but it has to be, I can't, I don't know it. I don't know how to, well, I guess there's no fixing it. It's just, I think that's the entrepreneurial brain, right? It, yeah. Yeah. And it only gets more 
you know it only gets more of it like or yeah. it only it only becomes more of it like the more you do it because what happens with the entrepreneurial brain is you start seeing more opportunities all the time and well, then the more success you might have or whatever the more you're willing to do that other shit or whatever <laughs> you know what i mean what? And you just Dude. start doing massive amounts of stuff like that like right now this this idea of like let me buy a bunch of tools and build planters and try to build docks and try to build picnic. I didn't need that. I just fucking started. I bet you I can do this like two years ago. And this is the year I started doing it. That's all, you know, but that's why I've been cutting out. So I yeah. have been dropping all the small stuff from my business for two years because I can't, I can't keep all the balls in the air. You know, we've yeah. got her daycare, which is fucking massively successful. So I do a lot of that. And now we've bought rentals and I'm doing the property management. So I've had to decide. Anyway, we ended up, we were in Lloyd last week. We went to look at fucking rentals up there. Becky's opening another fucking daycare. You know, we don't oh need God. another daycare, but we're opening one an hour away from us. Yeah. Because we can. Yeah. And I mean, if you can do that model and get the help and, and you're fucking franchising at that point, mm -hmm. you know, like I, there's things I could do, I'm sure that are easier, but I'm, I'm like, it's tough, man. It's tough for me to go. Like I could be like, fuck microgreens. Let's figure something else out. But it's like, there's so much that we've worked, you know, into it yeah, and eight, I know. It's going on eight years. So it's like, man, that's a lot of effort to give it up, you know, whatever. But like <clears throat> we have started kind of um, honing some stuff. Mm. Uh, like I've eliminated, say they kind of eliminated themselves, but like branches. My, my delivery route's fucking madness, right? Right. It's like Manchester, New Hampshire, south into massachusetts it used to go way out fucking west of boston to uh newton wellesley area right needham that's way out right and then i'd come back in through watertown where they found the zarnaya brothers apparently supposedly in a boat and then it's oh, yeah, into, uh, yeah and then it's into uh boston and then it's north along the coast to uh newburyport mass and then up to Portsmouth and then up to Dover and then back over to the Grove. It's fucking huge. It's like a 300 and something mile circle. Right. Jeez. And all these little stops in between. So the, the problem was we ran into is like Dover's way up North uh, East of me. Right. And up near Maine and uh, Needham is way Southwest. Right. Oh, geez. And it's just one fucking restaurant in each one. Okay. Now, our business model when we weren't that busy used to be if I get one restaurant in a town, I'm not going to charge any minimums. I'm not going to charge a delivery fee. It's on me to get more customers. Okay. okay? Not their yeah. fault that I don't have business in their town. Right. And I, that was a good business model for a long time. Now it's impossible. It's not sure. a thing. So I either have to go minimums or delivery fee, which you can't do delivery fee. That's, that's not a, that doesn't work in this business. You have to yeah. just do minimums um, or just tell them we're not going there anymore. Which so what happened was the Needham restaurant said, "Hey, for the winter we're gonna, you know, man, eh, it's slower." And I went, "Ah, that's fine." And I'm just not reaching back out, yep. you know. And if he does, I'm gonna have to tell him it's gonna have to be a serious minimum. And I'm only going to one of your two restaurants, and the, I'm going fair. to one. I'm going to one that's closer. <laughs> so, um, the Dover restaurant I should cut off because it's so fucking far out. It's only every other week, but he doesn't. He doesn't get a little bit. But he doesn't get a lot. It's not worth my time. But I like the guy, so I'm going to keep doing it. Um, I have cities I should cut out. I have two cities I, I won't name them on here because yeah, no, I know, get it. Someone might watch this. Uh, so 
No, you said nobody one, watches this. <laughs> see, someone might watch this. No, so like the wrong person might see this. Um, sure. There's one restaurant in one one town that I really need to just drop. It only saves me 20 minutes, but whatever. That's a lot on a fucking eight hour drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another town that like was one of the first towns we sold in that we're just not doing much in anymore. And I don't see it really expanding back out. And I'm driving there for two restaurants and like 80 bucks total. And it's like, and it's a bitch. It's not that it's on the route, but it's a time. It's just a time constraint thing at this point. You've got to cut that off, dude. Yeah. That one's got to get cut out. I, that's what I, I, it sucks because you know, this is in my business. I built my bread and butter was fucking like cleaning up dog shit or cleaning yep. gutters. But that those little and this is going to sound off. But when I started, those little eighty five dollar jobs were where the money was at. But yeah. it's not anymore because it takes up too much time from all the other shit. Yeah. Well, and you were building it. You knew that eighty five dollar job could turn into more. You right. Know? And it's like and I still believe don't say no to new opportunities. Uh, I, I know it's tough. Because you don't know what the new opportunity could turn into, you know? know. So like if I got a restaurant on board that's in my zone, or I think it could be potential. So for me, it's like make develop a relationship with a chef and don't ruin it, right? Right. Because you don't know where that chef's going to go. So it's tough for me to cut an area out because now it's like, well, what if that chef leaves and goes to some fucking giant company like a Google type thing? And they have this cafeteria and they call me up and they're like, we need nine pounds of something a week. And just, it's coming no matter what, there's a cut and dry paycheck. I don't want to just say no, you know, like, or, or ruin that relationship ahead of time. They find another microgreens guy and they give it to them, you know? So that's what's my big dilemma is like, yeah, this is small business right now, like a small amount of business right now at this one place, but you never know when that changes, you know? And if you give up on it, sometimes that fucks you in the long run. That's my I, problem. Like I know. And see, with your thing, it's a little it's a, that's a little different. Because your is, guy I, that you clean up dog shit for is not gonna buy a chain of fucking banks, probably. No, and and, <laughs> and, and it could have. The possibility was there, but I just had to look at I've I've for the last two years, I've had to do the 80-20 thing where I had to take the 20% of the work that's given me 80% of the income so that I could build this content creation thing. Because if yeah. I hadn't have done that this wouldn't be what it is today, you know, and yeah. it's, it's jumped a lot in the last couple of months. And nice. my goal was to be to a certain dollar amount by December 31st this year, basically enough that we could pay our bills off it. And I'm going to be fucking close. Nice. You know? This year, 23, this year, 2023. Yeah. yeah. So my goal you know. for my goal for my YouTube channel was always just to make one mortgage payment just in sure. general. I understand. <laughs> I think I, I actually hit it. I didn't know I hit it. Uh, I looked at my stats on the YouTube page and I was like, oh, look at that. I hit a mortgage payment. It only took six years or <laughs> something ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. Like, it's weird though, because so the, okay, like this, what we're doing right now is I love this, like, you know, three hours of just sitting and talking because it's the only time I ever make time to actually talk to people I care about other than my family. Right. Yeah. And I love it and it's fun and it, so how do, how do I put this pot? The return on a podcast is a lot harder to, uh, to calculate or to realize as opposed to the return on a tool review video, right? I can look at a tool review video and I know exactly what my ad dollars, what my affiliate links, my sales were, whereas building a podcast, I mean, yes, I know, you know, I, I'm, my build my patch of the month club off that I have some sponsors off of that, 
But the rest of it is, okay, I have a podcast, so then I get asked to speak at events. I go to events, I get to sell some of my stuff at the events, but it also builds me, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. um, it's, it's a little harder to quantify and I'm okay with that. I'm totally committed to it, but it is, it's a weird, it's a weird kind of balance, you know? Yeah. My thing, my foray into this was just, uh, at a, at a, one of Jack's events and Dixie Mills was there. Yes. And just talking to her about how she did it and what she does and like, and talking to her about the money that she makes on it. Not that she's like, you know, I don't want to disclose anything. No, no. But she, she does, does, you know, she's not going to like beat around the bush about, she makes a full-time income off that, you know? Yeah. And uh, on all the stuff she does, and she works her ass off. Yeah. Um, I was just like, man, if I can just get like fucking a small piece of that pie, you know, just as like uh, like part time job kind of like real real part time job money, you know, coming in, it, that it, would be fantastic. I did kind of get there at one point with uh, like the YouTube money was like mm, whatever, the Amazon money was and eh, whatever, the selling selling the the grow trays was the thing if i could if, i mean we're talking like i'm talking like if i worked uh as a line cook one day a week right yeah so you know when it was 12 bucks an hour is when my mind was there so we're talking uh 100 bucks 400 bucks a month was really what i was looking for True. you know yeah and uh which is like nothing really right um that that was so easy to get to that 400 right. a month because sure. the amazon was 50 or 60 the it YouTube doesn't... Is 50, 60, you know, there, so we're already, we're like, yeah, we're a third of the way there. I sell four ca cases of flats and I'm fucking golden. And we were do, I was doing it. I was selling four, four to eight cases of this stuff a month. And it was because of the YouTube channel, you know? And it's like, if I had just kept doing it, I'd probably be in a lot better position. Right. But I but just, got to, I get to point one spring where I say, I just fucking can't, I get too much. I got to do here, you know, like, because it is a lot of work. Yeah. You, you, like now here's the thing. I mean, I know people who have 50,000 subscribers on YouTube who aren't making 25% the money I'm making at it. Wow. You know, because you have, you have to find the things that make you the money and you got to like the hours you put into it. You know, I mean, yeah. lately I've been using, uh, I've been talking about TubeBuddy and you know, that's an extra couple of hours per video where wow. you go in and you do the deep dive into um, like, where you're going to show up in search results, what the title's going to do, what the thumbnail's going to do. This is shit I wish I'd learned three years ago. So you it's know? like an analytics helper kind of it thing. Is. It is. You know, it costs a bit of money, but it it's it's again, well, it's worth it. it Everything. Yeah. 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 But it's tough, you know, and and so I've seen, you know, like 10 to 20% growth because of that. And that's yeah. at this point, oh. that's a lot, right? That's and great. Yeah. You just have to and then I've got like the Amazon influencers thing is where it's like affiliates, but my fucking videos go right onto Amazon. I've put five videos up there. That's it. If I could get a hundred on there, I would like, it's unreal the money that I can make from there. Those yeah. five videos make me, let me see last month, five videos make me 20% of all of my Amazon affiliate stuff at this point. And that's, wow. I have 700 videos on YouTube and I have five on Amazon. So do the five, math. Five like evergreen videos or five new ones? Five ever. ever that's it. On, like, on Amazon. You've already five. made. Yeah. So I took five videos, cut them down. They're one minute videos and they're all on Amazon right now. So when people on look at Amazon's it, platform. Yeah. So, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> okay. So no, it's on it. So, you know, when you go like, say, say for instance, so my big one is the, the generator tent, that little tent thing that goes on your generator. Yeah. So if you look up gen tent right now on Amazon, you scroll down and you look at, you know how people can post reviews. Yeah. Or you want to see pictures or video of the product? 
Mm -hmm. So those videos that get featured are content creators who have a certain level of whatever, and it automatically puts you in the queue for uh, affiliate sales. Really? So, yeah. And uh, so it took me a while to get into the program. So then I just throw five videos up and I see nothing. I'm like, what the fuck? Why did I waste my time? Two months yeah. later, I get an email from Amazon. Uh, we can't pay you because you haven't filled out your filled in your you didn't give it your tax shit or whatever. Well, <laughs> I already did, but this yeah. this this um, influencers thing is separate from the affiliates. Oh, okay. So I had to just Whoa. go in and check one box saying <laughs> yes, my tax information. Now it was only a couple hundred dollars, but Still. those five videos sat there for two months and made me about two hundred and fifty U.S. dollars for nothing. Videos I'm already using everywhere. Yeah. So I should have fucking a hundred of them on Amazon. I just haven't yeah. done it yet. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. And it's, a, I haven't done it yet. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, that's the, with the planters is a whole, I need to do it thing. Um, those slowed right down recently. It's kind of bugging me. I feel like I'm getting kind of fucked on Facebook ads right now, but okay. anyway, maybe not. Maybe people just don't you, want them. So maybe it's saturated for right now. It, I think it might be that too. And also, mine isn't as nice looking as a lot of the ones that are out there. For more money, but they but they're definitely worth season. more money. But people have got their planting done now, though. John, not here, right? not here. We just had a frost three nights ago. Well, I mean, we don't either. But I mean, we go buy the shit already. You know yeah. what I mean? Like most people have already kind of bought their planters and kind yeah. of had a. The nice you know? thing is, I'll, I'll keep these available all the year round. I don't. Why would? Yeah. I? Oh you yeah. Know? Whatever um, you have them and do them and. Yeah, I make twelve at a time and just whatever. Um, Right now is rain barrels coming up for me, but, but, but the business, like the, the microgreens thing has been fucking madness. Like we're crushed. We crushed sales record last in microgreens only. I have to, there's an asterisk next to every time I break a sales record. Cause one fucking week last year, we sold like $1,200 in syrup. Oh, cause we do resale. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and so my total sales number for that one week is way high. But it's all based on just selling syrup. Wedding gifts or something? So I make like 25% of my syrup. Don't get me wrong. I'm not bitching about making money, right? But when I look at the record, right, for sales, it's like the microgreen sales that week. So we have two delivery days, and I have a spreadsheet where I break down the first delivery day. So it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right? And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So there's two two, uh, line, uh, whatever, categories. Yep. For, for the two delivery days. So I have my first delivery day and it breaks it down. Eggs, greens, resale. Okay. And then the second one, same thing. And then there's totals. So that week, Monday or the first set of delivery days and the second delivery day are not record, not even close to any records. Right. <laughs> so greens are fucking no, like just the green. Sorry. I know I'm yep. all over the place here. That's the right. green sales, first delivery day, second delivery day, are like low. All right. They're not okay. impressive. The first delivery day, there was no resale <laughs> and no eggs. The second delivery day, there's no eggs and fucking $1,200 in syrup. So it just skews my week that was my record sales number. The number, right? Yep. So I should just say, let me take 25% of that number and call that what it is. You know what I mean? But whatever. Cause I can like sell a fuckload of syrup. And it's only 25% profit on that or 20, you know, whatever. Sure. It's great, but it's not, the microgreens are huge, you know, much bigger profit. So, um, 
So then I have weeks. So last week, Mother's Day, it's no surprise, right, that that's our way over our sales record for microgreens in a week. But we just keep doing that because the week before Mm -hmm. was also a record. So it's like the week like so three weeks ago was a record. Okay, Uh, Mother's Day week broke that record by like 400 bucks. And then last week would have been a record without the Mother's Day week. It would have it beat the week before Mother's Day. You know what I mean? So, so what's causing the increase? Just more restaurants and like the New England economy is a whole fucking its own animal. It's it doesn't respond to recessions like the rest of the country, which is part of the reason I live here. That's uh, Nova Scotia was the same yeah, way. Yeah, because it's yeah. so compacted and there's so many people and there's so much old money and there's you know whatever. So um, at least that's my theory. So. Uh, it's one reason I don't leave. Like people, are, I don't know how you deal with the taxes. I'm like, I'll tell you why I deal with the taxes because I can always fucking work. That's why. So, right. <laughs> so, um, we have new big restaurant accounts is what it really is. So, like, Good. we went, my recession plan was to start selling more in Boston because okay. Boston's going to be relatively, you know, within reason recession proofed unless the recession's so fucking bad that everyone's screwed no matter what. Then but you're going like, to eat your own microgreens. Yeah. And so, like, you know, like if there's a bad recession, like a couple of restaurants that I sell to down there might close, but the majority of them will be okay, you know? Sure. And there's a lot of money down there and whatever. So I went into Boston uh, October, about a year and a half ago, uh, really went in. Like I had restaurants down there, but I really went in, right? Yeah. We got one restaurant that was like wanted a fucking discount, but I did it because they were big. And I needed a big anchor account down there at the time, right? Then I got the rest of his uh, restaurant group. Okay. Slow, low account, little account. So the other two. One big one, two little ones, fine. Um, Then I added another two, like, moderate accounts in Boston, right? It's all right near each other. Yeah. And then uh, my one, so we have a couple big accounts in New Hampshire already. One got busier. The other one, the chef started exclusively buying from us, and I nailed him down on a standing order, which is what needed to happen with him because he kept forgetting to order. Yep. That fucking blew up. That's like $400 a week account, right? Nice. And I got, um, so a chef got fired from one of the small restaurants in Boston or okay. quit or something and uh, opened a new big Italian restaurant in Woburn, Mass. And I got that because of him. And that's $400, $500 a week, right? Nice. And <laughs> the big restaurant in Portsmouth that I was talking about that I got the guy yeah. in the standing order, that restaurant group opened another restaurant right near that other big Italian restaurant. They're a $500 a week account. And that oh. just fell into my lap. Then uh, a couple months ago, I got a, I did a marketing call and got um, positive results basically from this company in Boston called Atlantic Fish Co., it's like a popular, very popular restaurant in Boston, and that's going to be huge. I don't have that yet, but on the, like it's not happening yet, but it's going to happen, kind of thing. Um, I'm actually reaching him out, reaching out to him tomorrow to be like, hey, we have this, we can start you out with, kind of thing. But that's why I've had to plant. Like my planting has increased like massively, but we're crushing sales. And then like with this new uh, Atlantic Fish Co is big. It's right on Newbury Street in Boston. It's fucking huge. Right next door is a place called Abe and Louie's, where I got hired as a busboy when I was homeless in New England the first two weeks I lived here. Wow. And uh, they own that restaurant, too. So I'm going to get that probably down the road once we settle in with the first one. And then they have two more. So that could get, like, scary. Because <laughs> those four could be what we were doing in sales totally a year ago. 
Oh, in John, that's everything awesome. else. Yeah, in addition to everything else we're doing now. So, like, right now we're over three grand a week in greens. And, like, that restaurant group could add two grand, which is fucking nuts. I don't even know what I'll do with that other than, like, look more tired than I am right now. So, <laughs> But, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good time, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's madness. It's, it's, it blew up. The plan worked. That was the plan. The plan That's was. What you do. Yeah. The plan was she needs to not have to go back to work to stay home and, and you know, be with our son. Right. Yeah. Stay home mom. And uh, the microgreens business needs to pay both of our salaries. Okay. And we need to recession proof by doing more sales in Boston. Every single one of those things is working so far. <laughs> So that's nice. And the barrels need to be like a part-time job income, which they're probably more, but that's good. That's a weird flow with that. Like I, a month ago, like that night I came on your show. Yep. Was fucking burn barrels. And like, that's a big thing in the fall and spring here. Right. Like, so it's like, I was selling not a crazy amount, but like three or four a day. Right. I make 20 bucks a whack. So, okay. I'll take eight. I'll roll out of bed and make 80 bucks every day. You know, that's fine. <laughs> right. And now it's rain barrels, which I make uh, about 30 on 30, 40. Nice. And I'll sell probably 40 of those in the next few weeks, you know. Okay. And um, and then regular just like dock barrels and all that shit. Um, big accounts come along. Like I have commercial accounts that do like uh, waste disposal type, uh, like hazmat cleanup type shit, you know. And they need like, oh, hey, we need, yeah. Hey, we need 20. Okay. Cool. (laughs) I made 400 bucks today, you know, whatever, like, great. And that happens a lot in barrel land because it's like, like, I think I made like 30 bucks today. Right. Sure. I was kind of taking the day off, so I didn't give a shit. (laughs) I could wake up tomorrow and get a call and make 600, you know, with barrels like profit. And like, it's just that shit happens. Last year I did a, I had a movie company set company. Wow. This time of the year, they, it was some Marvel movie with like a woman that was filmed south of Boston. That's all I know. I'm sure it's out there. Okay. Uh, they blew up a fucking fireworks factory or something. I hope it's out because I was told not to talk about this. <laughs> it's got to be out, right? Um, maybe not. Could be in post. I'm ruining everything now. Whatever. Poor Marvel. Poor Marvel. I feel so bad for them. Um, so it was like a $4,000 sale. Like yes. profit. Profit. And then that. they fucking gave them all back, and I sold them again. Oh, my God. That is pr- – because to them, it was probably cheaper to just give them back yeah. than it was they to were, dispose of them. They were fucking awesome to work with. These set design people, they're like – they were thrilled that I was coming to get them because they called me, and they're like, hey, instead of selling them, do you want to do a lease agreement? And I was like, anything changed? And they're like, nope, not – I'm like, money's same. Like, yep, cool. And uh, like in the beginning, I was trying to cut them a deal, and they were like, stop it, basically. You know? Yep. <laughs> stop trying – we're we're a movie – company and we're doing a marvel movie stop trying to cut us a deal we're, <laughs> like, we're, okay we're no problem yeah so uh i got i had to deliver 140 barrels to fucking south weymouth or something and um it was uh like yeah they can't yeah yeah right i have another deal every year where i sell 20 barrels to a local restaurant for cinco de mayo outdoor patio barricades and i pick them up two days later that's all and I, you make I your money charge of a delivery fee I just sell them to them at full price. And then I go pick them up. And then what I usually do is I make those barrels into rain barrels and sell them for 50 bucks a whack. And I've already made 15 bucks a piece on them. So that's awesome. It's fucking 65 bucks times 20. Beautiful. Right. I hope so, somebody uh, out there is taking notes tonight because right? there's lots. Yeah. Just don't compete with me. 
ah, whatever. I always say, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's actually, it's, it's, so I'm, be, I've been slower because it is saturated here. Sure. There's way more people doing it now. And that's always a thing with the microgreens. We had a, we have an edge and I can stay way ahead of most people that want to compete with us. Um, because most people aren't willing to do the fucking work, frankly. They don't want to wash. They don't want to dry. They don't want. They don't even want to harvest. They just want to grow it and deliver live fucking greens, which is dumb. Okay. Um, they die. Like, if you're a chef, you might as well just fucking plant them if you're getting live greens, because that's the easy part. Right. You know? Like, if you're talking about three trays, you know, just put a neon light on a fucking gr- shelf in your kitchen and get but no two chef wants to do trays, that. Do that. You know? <laughs> like, it's but it, it's super easy. To do right. it small scale like that. So if you have some dickhead producer just showing up with live greens, here you go. You cut it and water it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we harvest everything to order uh, or within 24 hours, wash everything, dry it, package it, custom packaging, uh, or like custom amounts and deliver that. No one does it, you know, so no, they, nobody can compete with that. How big of a package is one pound of microgreens? Depends on the green, but like like one of those okay. uh, like Rubbermaid take-alongs. It's like a – I think that's a a gallon one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so 4.4 liters. There you go. Well, that's a British gallon, isn't it? I think that's a British yeah, gallon. So it says 1.1 gallon. 1.1 gallon. Like one gallon. Um, okay. But that's like a regular green, like radish, peas, sunflower, salads. Uh, when you get into herbs, they're, they're more uh, bulky. So okay. That would only hold like eight ounces of cilantro. So, you know, we sell like 14 pounds of cilantro a week. Really? It's, yeah. Is it's that- the worst. It's the worst one to grow. Why is it just finicky? Yeah. yeah. It's hard to get it to grow. It's hard to get it to germinate without rotting. And, uh, fucking A. <laughs> like, there's weeks where I'm just like, I'm going to fucking quit. Ah. <laughs> you know, I needed 60 trays and, 28 went wrong you know that kind, that kind of thing and i was up till 5 30 in the morning planting them you know like oh, it's your god yeah. when that I happens you're just like i fucking quit yeah I, <laughs> you know? that, it'd be I'm like sorry. if you went and painted a house i know you don't i don't think you do that but let's pretend yeah, yeah. you probably painted oh yeah i paint a something. lot yeah yeah let's say you went no let's do what do you do you uh you wash i windows. can tell you what it's like you wash windows oh yeah yeah okay let's say you had a big building that you had to wash windows on and there were 80 windows and it would, they were high and you had to get up on the fucking thing. Right. And then did it and you build the customer and they called you the next day or they called you like four days later when you were really busy with other shit and told you, you cleaned the windows of the wrong fucking building. It was their competitor. Sure, <laughs> It's that, <laughs> you know, it's like, Oh my God, that's what it is. I had to paint a bathroom in an old house here in town. And uh, the guy said, you know, it's got wallpaper, go ahead and paint over the wallpaper. Now, it's not ideal, but I have done that many times in the past and I've done yeah. really well with it. I use bin and stick it and it goes on. And mm-hmm. anyway, no problem. So I went in, I primed the whole thing. It looked okay. Not bad. I did a second coat. The next day I go back, the wallpaper, This I've never seen this. I took video of it. So it had flower patterns in the wallpaper. Wherever yeah. the flowers were, the paint cracked. So oh, I wow. get looking into it. They think it was lead in the color, in the coloring of the flowers, because it's the only thing that the paint wouldn't stick to. Oh yeah. Right. Like, yeah. So I had to tear everything off and start over, but yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, it's like you painted a house and it was the wrong color. 
yeah do it again or something like that's what it's like to grow cilantro and have it fucking rot oh like it's the worst um there was so we leased the other side yep i moved planting over there and that seems to have fixed a lot of the problems thank god um i had a hunch that would happen because i felt like there was just the conditions weren't quite right over here kind of thing uh with everything else that goes on in this room and uh, and full grown stuff and sometimes there's a little surface mold or something you know whatever is going to happen and uh so I, I i have a hunch that type of shit was affecting certain crops at german at planting right so then you cover it up and it really doesn't have much oxygen and it's wet and whatever that is was just destroying fucking trays you know yeah. so i moved it all over to the new room where there's none of that going on and it seems to have instantly fixed the problem which means i can plant less and get more sure so like without That's that cool. i might not be sitting here talking to you about microgreens honestly because like it was like six weeks ago i just fucking i had i had 40 trays coming out of germination and 32 of them or something were total loss oh and I'm like, and I have new accounts that want cilantro only, you know, at the time, that one big restaurant that I got. Of course. And it's like, you can't get a new account and then tell them you don't have it. You know what I mean? Like, like two months in, because they're just going to fire you and go back to the fucking produce company. You're too much of a hassle, you know? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah so, because you're, you're not the guy. Yeah. And like, it was fucking getting freaky. And I just looked at Jenny and I was like, if we can't grow cilantro, we can't stay in business because that's where most of our money is, you know? And I was like, we just have to we just have to go out of business or something and do something else. Like, I don't know. Everybody and then just fucking magic, just like fucking magic. It started growing in the other room. And I was like, look at that. Oh my God. Like I was pulling cilantro out of germination over here some days when she was here. And I would have to tell, I'd go, I'm going to take cilantro out of germination. You need to go home. Cause you were going to get ugly rage. Yeah. Your rage. So like, it was a day where I pulled cilantro and she was here. And I just fucking snapped. And I was like, I just want one fucking tray to not have rot on it. Like, it was every single Aww. tray week after week. There would be some rot somewhere on the tray. Even if I had a good tray, there'd be, a you know, a chunk the size of a baseball I had to pull out. Yeah. And uh, frustrating. I just want one. And then, like, three, four, or five weeks ago, whenever this we moved to the other room and started playing on it, it's all fucking blur. Um, I had a whole round. A round is eight trays because I plant in groups of eight. Okay. My flood tables hold eight. Uh, so I, I, I fucking called her and I go, okay, I know you're not going to believe me, <laughs> but I'm standing here at the grow room and I'm looking at eight trays of cilantro and there isn't one spot on any one of them. I have an entire eight trays that are perfect out of germination from the new room. Like, and it was right when we first started going over there and it was just that moment. You're just like, fuck. And thank God. Like I just, wow. You know, like it was super stressful. Like that whole stretch was wicked stressful. And because it's like, I don't have time anyway, you know? And then it's like, okay, nope, you're going to have to do more. Somehow you're going to have to fucking do more. <laughs> right. So, yeah. All right, man. We hit three yeah, hours. I gotta we go did. Play. I have to go oh, plant cilantro. No, it's good. I, yeah, this no. is for, there, there's still five people in I here. Know, I was looking at, I pulled up the other screen and I'm like, it was down to two at one point. And I was like, oh, can we outlast everybody? You can't. So, <laughs> You on uh, YouTube, you can't always see everybody. I can, so I can oh. also see the numbers from Twitch and in uh, YouTube or and uh, Facebook. But yeah, okay. we're yeah, we got five. St- I appreciate you guys. I I, I don't know if I'll, I'll probably split this into two episodes. There you but go. This is fucking gold. It's three hours so, of talk radio. So your hook is uh, 
I tell the brick joke the first half. Oh, and then, you, yes. and then you fucking cut it right after your joke. I think I will. That would be <laughs> awesome. Come in or something like right around there. I was going to close with a fucking story about the brick. He just ruined my foot. No. That's oh, awesome. did I cut it out? No, cut it no, out. I'm just, I'm just kidding. It was awesome. So, yeah. So no. now on that joke to piggyback. So I have a good friend, Duncan, who uh, that. I, I heard that joke from him 30 years ago. We were line okay. cooks together. And, yeah. um, you know, we, like, kind of compete in who can tell that joke better, you know? And I'm notorious for fucking up the end, right? You did good. Um, so, like, I'll at the end, sometimes I'll go, oh, the dog was sitting on the wing of the plane with the brick in its mouth. And it's like, oh, I fucked it up. You know, this I fucked up the hook, the suspense, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, uh Anyway, so we go back and forth. Now, though, this is the fun part for me. This is so stupid. Every time I'm on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist that I see a listing for free bricks, I fucking copy and paste the link and send it to him in like public forums that were in for memes. Like people are like, why do you keep sending 20, 30 people? Why are you sending posts for free bricks in Manchester, New Hampshire? I'm like, because Duncan wants fucking free bricks for his fireplace. That's why, like all the time. And it's just stupid inside joke, you know, but it's like, it's fun because it's never ending. Like, I appreciate it. I tipped like two days ago, sent him a pallet, a free pallet of bricks. Here you go, dude. Like, here's your ad, free pallet of bricks. Go get it. He lives in fucking Montana now, though. He'd love it. But, so yeah. if people want to, how do they follow up with you? You got to get some sort of shameless promotion in here at some point. I don't know. I never know what to promote on these because everything I do is local. I know. Uh, there was a guy in your group uh, who is local here, but okay. if he wants something, we'll will work oh out. yeah and um i think he was the guy he was gonna build uh maple sap evaporators maybe i think that was him oh, okay and uh i have barrels for that and i'm like oh i'm getting freebie barrels i can hook you up with and then we could sell the evaporators that's where the money would be um but yeah i, I mean my have my website if you want to buy microgreens flats you can buy them there you have to buy a hundred though so if you're that's not going to be like real hardcore into it i do have um another website microgreen school right i don't remember if there's two s's or not <laughs> I started this project three years ago. I was migrating all my shit over there because it's not Wix. I have Wix for my Dowie Farm okay. website, and it sucks. And uh, I was trying to move all my shit for selling because uh, I don't just sell microgreens trays. Technically, I can sell pots, you know, like cases of fucking twelve hundred four inch pots, you know, that kind of stuff. If you yeah. start a lot of seeds and shuttle shuttle pots and the trays they go in and all that, I have all that available. Um, it's all drop shipped. So I just have a decent connection for good pricing. And, um, I have a YouTube channel. It's Dowie farm, youtube.com forward slash C forward slash yeah, Dowie farm. the weird thing. That's how that works. Yeah. And, yep. um, we have some, a lot of instruction over there, I feel like. And yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I don't know. I'm not really trying well, to sell that. That's fine. Maybe we should try <laughs> once a month. Maybe we could do once a month. I can I don't try know. It can't be, probably can't be three hours. No, I know. I but know. it will be. <laughs> I know. That, that's the problem. Because last fucking time you come on, we talk for a half hour before the show starts. Yep. We do an hour and a half show. And then we fucking talk for two hours after yeah, the show. Yeah, after we got off, we took, and I was like, I know. Dude, I got to go do work. Like, it's like tonight. It's midnight. I here. know. You and, need uh, to go. We'll I got end like the show four hours here of planting. <laughs> because I don't want you to go into a diabetic coma. And then right. I have to deal with your widow tomorrow. I don't want that. So. <laughs> Well, thanks, Mr. Dowie. We will yeah, we will do it again. And it won't be a year and a half until we do it again. So Yeah. That was fun. Thanks it for was. having me on. No problem. Well, guys, let's end it here. 
Stay happy, stay healthy, and have a great week. I always love doing this.